0: Sitting US President Joe Biden recently quickly wrap up a trip in one of the strategic countries in Southeast Asia, which is Vietnam. It shouldn't be a surprise the US has been investing and also dedicating so much, politically speaking, and also from this economic standpoint. Within the nations in Southeast Asia. And of course, how should we understand behind the motivation under President Biden to his visit to the nation of Vietnam? And also during the meeting, I believe that something what we called comprehensive strategic partnership. What did that say between the two leaders? But meanwhile, President Biden believed by visiting Vietnam, they also send a strong message to the nation of China and Russia at the same time. Does that mean Vietnam today is the focal point when we we'll look at this tough relationship between China and the U.S. at this moment? Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you follow our show, you should be familiar with our distinguished speaker, who is Dr. Hai Hongnum. Again, Dr. Hai is currently a senior lecturer of politics and social change and international relations. He's a political scientist and experienced a lecturer, also researcher in politics and international relationships. Well, Dr. Hai, and welcome back to The Missing Piece.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Will.
0: Dr. Hai, again, as we mentioned before, sitting US President Joe Biden recently wrapped up his trip in Vietnam. Now, let's get to the first question right away. Now, between the two leaders, of course, that dialogue took place. And also, we realized there's so much to unpack at this moment. But meanwhile, let's dive into the three keywords what we called comprehensive strategic partnership. Dr. Hai, so you're the expert. From your standpoint, how should we understand the trip uh, for Biden to Vietnam this time? And also, what does that mean when we say the two countries signed this comprehensive strategic partnership? Your thoughts?
1: Thank you, Will. Thank you for uh, such very um, um, good timing questions, uh, particularly on the Hill's. Of uh, President Joe Biden' visits to Vietnam, and I, I completely understand that um, the uh, the upgrading of the relationship between Vietnam and the United States uh, um still, you know, drawing a lot of attention from the international community at the moment. So, as I said, so uh, question is very interesting and uh, very good timing. So, as you know, uh, uh, President Biden um, has just concluded his one and a half day uh, visits to. Uh, Vietnam uh, at the state level uh, for the first time at the um, invitation uh, by the Communist Party of Vietnam's uh, General Secretary uh, Nguyễn Phú Trong. Mm. So many people uh, said that this is a historic moment, historic event, because it's the first times a U.S. president accepted uh, and made uh, an uh, officer visits at the uh, invitations of The Communist Party's uh, chief. So, uh, of course, as um, everyone knows that um, during the visits, uh, the two leaders uh, made the official announcements of the um, uh, upgrade of their uh, relations to the strategic, uh, comprehensive strategic partnership. Now, let me just uh, want to emphasize that. Um, uh this kind of partnership is the top tier mm. in vietnam uh, diplomacy uh, as you pointed out uh, there are three keywords comprehensive strategic and partnership mm. so strategic of course this is a very um you know um, um, uh, uh, important level mm. um, in um, the diplomatic um um, hierarchies of Vietnam. And comprehensive, that means its own embracing, its own areas of collaboration, of corporations. corporations. Um, and uh, or even we can say is a level of cooperation without limit. And partnership, of course, uh, it is more uh, than um, a, uh, a friendship. Uh, so this is very important. Uh, and of course, you know, in um, the uh, Vietnam uh, diplomatic tier, uh, it begins with a regular uh, diplomatic relations. The second tier is uh, comprehensive uh, partnership. The third one is strategic partnership. So the fourth one is comprehensive strategic partnership. Mm-hmm. Now, back in 2013, Vietnam and the United States established the comprehensive partnership, that means the second tier. Mm. now then now they established and upgraded their relationship to comprehensive strategic partnerships that mean they've um have two levels right so this that really reflects the trust the level of trust between the two countries mm. between the two former enemies this is the more important and um uh, from the um uh, the, the output in terms of the outcome of the uh, the visits, um, I can uh, point out uh, five key takeaways mm. from um, the the modern street. Mm. The first one is, as I said, is a, a formal recognition, formal of great of the relationship from the comprehensive partnerships to comprehensive strategic partnership. It really, you know, now with that kind of level of trust and partnership, Vietnam uh, put the US now on the same, the, the same footing or the mm-hmm. same bar with the other uh, partners that Vietnam have. Uh, they include China, Russia, India, and South Korea, mm. and of course, uh, it is uh, it's significant for both countries because it also sent out a a strong message to the outside world and to other you know partners in the reasons that it really want to have a strategic balance between and amongst major powers. Mm. Uh, it also uh, want to emphasize that. Now they don't want to choose sides. Mm-hmm. They they want to have an equal um, relationship with all major powers. Mm-hmm. The second takeaway is uh, the uh, comprehensive strategic partnership, emphasized and pointed out the important areas of collaborations between the two countries. And of course, it first of all it built on the nine areas of cooperations. Between the two countries, that already established in the comprehensive partnerships ten years ago, and of course these times with the comprehensive strategic partnership, it also expand to cover uh, um, important areas or mm. emerging uh, areas such as semiconductor productions mm. and um, respond to climate change. And, and of course, um, other. This is important for Vietnam, you know, because Vietnam already made a commitment by 2050. They will bring, um, the, uh, the, the net to, to net zero emission. Mm. So, uh, between now and 2015, the time is not, you know, uh, long enough for Vietnam to achieve that commitment. And that's why Vietnam uh, v- Uh, the US assistance and support uh, to Vietnam in order for the countries to achieve the goal is very important. Of course, Vietnam uh, very much relied on the financial resources from the United States. Mm. The third key takeaway is the um, economic, trade and investment uh, collaboration. Mm. As the Vietnamese Prime Minister, in his meeting with uh, President Biden, he emphasized that economic collaborations should be the permanent or long-lasting pillar hmm. in the bilateral relationship. So this is important. And um, if we look at the statistics and the data um, 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 in in terms of trade and economics or uh, investment between the two countries, it is an amazing one. Hmm. Last year's um, Vietnam export to the US achieved more than $330 billion. Hmm. Um, and Vietnam became the eight largest trading partners of the United States. And of course, the United States is the um, largest um, uh, export market for Vietnam goods. So this is very important. And, um, and with the, uh, the news, um, uh, partnership uh, frameworks, then it will, um, have more opportunity for the two countries to boost their economic trade and investment, and more importantly, it also laid out the framework for Vietnam businesses' investments into the US. Mm. So last year's um, the uh, Vietnam's um, um, has one uh, company who made. Um, Four billions U.S. Mm. dollars mm. in building a car makers, mm. uh, electric cars, vehicle makers, uh, 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 manufacturing uh, factories in North Carolina, and also um, um, it, it also uh, um, uh, registers on the state uh, stock market in uh, New York uh, recently. Now the, the fourth, third, uh, the fourth key takeaway is the um, strengthenings of um, the uh, people-to-people relationship, mm. uh, particularly with a focus on uh, addressing the uh, legacy of wars. I think mm. this is very important. Mm. And and then the leaders of the two countries emphasize that um, uh, addressing the legacy of war will be a pillar in order to strengthen the trust between the two countries. Mm. And the last one is that uh, by... Um, uh, if we look at carefully and read carefully the wordings of the comprehensive strategic partnerships, um, uh, I think both the US and Vietnam sent out to the reasons that, um, first of all, on the uh, US side, it want to emphasize that well, by strengthening um, its relationship and partnership with, with Vietnam, it 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 clearly showed that the US didn't have a strong commitment to the reasons. And its interest seems, um, 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 anchor, um, in the regions. And that's why, um, the, um, uh, President Joe Biden said, um, uh, the U.S., um, is a, a Pacific nation and it won't go anywhere. Now for Vietnam, Vietnam also want to send out a clear message to the regions that, well, um, um, we uh, collaborate with the U.S. is not, uh, aiming or targeting at uh, uh, any uh, partner or uh, anyone, or in other words, it is not going to, you know, uh, be siding with the US to uh, uh, um, against with any um, uh, countries in the regions. But it is a, a framework, a partnership for peace, cooperations, and sustainable development. That's also reflected in the discussions of uh, ASEAN leaders. Um, in uh, ASEAN summits and uh, East
0: Asian summits recently held in um, uh, Jakarta, Indonesia,
1: mm-hmm. too.
0: Doctor Hai, again, so this, I, yeah, yeah. Sure. Again, I again thank you for explaining those key points. But let's move on with the conversation. You know, again, as we mentioned before, you're the expert of international relationships, and clearly, there one thing that we cannot deny is the current political atmosphere within the U.S., it's rather more complex and more intricate. So in other words, when we look at the foreign policy, when we look at the strategic relationship between U.S. with some countries in Southeast Asia, at this moment, it's, again, we can use the phrase called stick and carrot. Now, let me ask you a very simple question, Dr. Hai. Why should Vietnam... To trust the relationship with the U.S. If U.S. foreign policy at this moment, when we're looking at dealing with Vietnam, dealing with, uh, you know, Philippines or any other countries, are really in this uncertainty. So don't you think that the Vietnam today, it's actually playing Again, I want to be careful. It's not a dangerous bet. It's placing a un what we'll say uncertain or ambiguous bet in the basket of the US. So in other words, we've seen the foreign policy in the US playing back and forth like a ping-pong game. So why does Vietnam trust the US at this moment? When we look at this strategic partnership, it sounds great, but how do we know the US is going to deliver the promise? Your thoughts? Well,
1: I completely understand the concerns uh from um uh, you know countries around the world, particularly when we look at um um US commitment um uh, uh, to, um, uh, other regions, more mm. particularly. I, 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 I also understand that comes from, as you said, domestic politics and also, uh, foreign policy, particularly after, um, the U.S. withdrawal from, um, uh, Afghanistan. So mm. I completely understand that. Uh, but I think, um, uh, uh, and it has been emphasized by um uh, uh the US administrations whether it's um, um uh under the uh, democratic or uh, under the republicans um i think um own um us administration has emphasized that um the us is a pacific nation mm-hmm. and it has been echoed as mentioned um, before by president uh biden that um the us is a uh, the nations in the Pacific, it, it won't go anywhere. Well, actually, um, this is not, um, uh, something that, uh, recent, uh, U.S. administration, uh, has, have realized or have emphasized that it is a Pacific nation. It has been by, um, uh, um, uh, um, the, um, um, uh, U.S. government, like even, uh, 1930s, long before that, it, it, it already is emphasized that the U.S. interest is, um, uh, uh, vested with the Pacific. Mm-hmm. So I think whether it will be a, uh, a Democrat, uh, administration or a Republican administration, the U.S. still put a lot of efforts, mm. and still have its interest vested in the Pacific. And of course, of course, we all understand that the U.S. foreign policy is, um, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, might be changed. But the interest, I don't think it will change. And more particularly, their interest in the reasons. What I mean here uh, is the core interest, the national interest the US there's interest mm. i think is really much invested in the pacific and the indo-pacific um so um i i think um uh even though um uh, there's up and downs in the US foreign policy and but um you know own also, it's seen uh, uh, the U.S. play a very important role mm. uh, uh, in the region. And it has been recognized mm. by um, ASEAN um, and also by <laughs> other countries in the region. And that's why um, countries in the region so only way, encourage mm. and call for the U.S. to stay in the region's. And it can uh play the roles as a counterbalance against you know some forces are trying to influence in the regions. More particularly now we can say frankly, China is trying to, mm. you know, insert its influence in the reasons and try to establish its own rules and you know um, new rules in the reasons and look at what is happening in the South China Sea or mm. uh, in the East etc. So there's a big concern you know from um, regional countries and and for Vietnam I think um, of course Vietnam is one of the claimants in the South China Sea and of course Vietnam fully understand its capabilities requirements um, and and that's why. um Vietnam really want to uh, have a you know other pa- major powers to play a bigger role in in the regions in order to give a strategic balance mm. uh, and stability in the regions. And I think uh, with what happening now to, uh, um, between Russia and Ukraine, um, uh, who else at the moment can you know play that kind of roles um, uh, in the regions? So and 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 of course. Um, Many people say, "Well, the American democracy is declining." But mm. well, I, uh, somehow we uh, we agree. But it's not going to die. Mm. So it, even though it's declining, but it's not going to die, and it won't die soon. Or you know, um, um, and that's why it's still a strong major power mm. in the regions, and it still play a very important, you know. Uh, um, 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 it is still a major part in uh, keeping the region stable. So mm-hmm. that's why I think um, um, establishing uh, a comprehensive strategic partnership with the United States is a strategic decision of the Vietnamese governments in order to, um, you know, uh, get more, more uh, support from the US from economic point of view, from the uh, technology point of view. I think that's how uh, Vietnam uh, see uh, the benefits from upgrading the relationship with the United States. Um, uh, particularly, it will help Vietnam to achieve what uh, it, the, the Communist Party of Vietnam has set. Uh, they are the two uh, centenary goals. Um, as that I mean, by 2030, it will becomes a... Uh, uh, a um, uh, the, by the times the Vietnam... Uh, uh, celebrate the 100th anniversaries of mm. the establishment establishments of the Communist Party in Vietnam. So the country is going to become a um, developing countries with a modern uh, um, industries and high uh, incomes. And the second centenary uh, uh, goal is by 2045. That mm. mean when the countries uh, celebrate the 100th anniversaries of the establishments of the uh, Socialist Republic of Vietnam uh, it will becomes a developed countries and uh, with high income. So these are the uh, very important uh, two centenaries goals for Vietnam because um, with, with now achieving uh, that kind of goals it won't have the enough capabilities to protect uh, its sovereignty and it can't be a strong, prosperous and resilient nations within the context where the competition between major powers is still going on and when China is still flexing its muscle and uh, implementing aggressive action in the South China Sea. Mm.
0: Dr. Hai, I know you're very busy. I got two more questions before letting you go. Now let's talk about China. During the press conference, that President Biden made a statement rather crystal clear to the media and also to the world when he was questioned regarding the threat from China or the pressure from China. This is what he said, and I want to get your reaction on this. And I quote, I don't want to contain China. I just want to make sure that we have a relationship with China that is on the up and up. Now, clearly we'll understand That the relationship, particularly from this economic standpoint, is rather competitive between China and U.S. Politically speaking, this is a deadlock between the two countries. Despite the higher officials have paid a visit to China, but so far, fewer progress has been made. Now, at this moment... Another piece of reality, Dr. Hai, you know this as well, that China is also influencing this economic agenda for Vietnam as well. As I mentioned in the intro, I want to get your reaction. Is Vietnam today a testing lab for the relationship between US and China at this moment? And also, of course, no country, as we mentioned before, will like to take side because that's a difficult choice. But at this moment how should vietnam react to this deadlock or the competition between u.s and china and also by seeing the visit of joe biden is that a clear message to china to say hey listen i think we got a partner while well, you might just lose another one your thoughts <laughs> so
1: that's very um um Uh, interesting question Will Uh, and uh, I would say it's a very difficult question too Um, and uh, yeah, uh, with that kind of very difficult questions, uh, people can't get a clear answer for it but I will try Uh, well, uh, you know uh, um, I agree uh, that um, um, with uh, President Biden um, and uh, I even want to say that it's very hard to Contain China. Mm. No one can contain China. It's mm. the fact, and and you know China's growth is um, uh, um, uh, unavoidable, mm. um, uh, um, and and no one ca- can contain it, and no one of course want to contain it. As long as we want to see that China's rise more peacefully uh actually that's what China's uh, said years ago but unfortunately with what it has been doing in the South China Sea and in other part of the world uh, um, uh the perceptions of um uh, peaceful um you know development or growth of China is, is no more you know um uh, effective mm-hmm. in, in in the eyes of the international community anymore uh but yeah, as I said, uh China growth, China development, China influence, etc. is the fight, and uh no one of course uh, can contain that. And uh what people can do is uh um if, if, if we try to uh you know uh uh of course live up with that um uh, kind of you know, growth of China's and in order to live with that kind of growth it's the better to prepare for mm. the worst. And I think Vietnamese people are uh, in a good position to understand what is need to do in order to prepare for the worst. Mm. Um, and 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 of course, uh, Vietnam um, uh, apparently Vietnam is still, you know, technically uh, Vietnam is still, you know, um, um, is conflict uh, mm. with China uh, Of course, China is now occupying the islands that it used force us to take away from. Vietnam back in 1970, mm. and of course, didn't have the, you know, um, occupy some islands in the Spatland Islands, and of course, didn't have the disputes uh, over the sovereignty in the South China Seas. So, technically, uh, the two countries are still, you know, at conflict. Of mm. course, uh, no one can deny that. But of course, diplomatically, Vietnam. Uh, uh, want to have a you know good relationship with China's? Want to have a you know peaceful relationship with China's? And 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 of course uh, now um, Vietnam also on the other hand it must be prepared you know you know well enough in order to protect its uh, sovereignty, and that's why it it also have to reach out well. The United States is not the only one that Vietnam has established comprehensive strategic partnership, right? So, as I mentioned, it so far, it has established comprehensive strategic partners with other four uh, uh, countries, including China. So, India, South Korea, um, and of course, it's going to uh, upgrade comprehensive strategic partnership with some other countries, Mm. including Indonesia, Singapore and um, uh, Australia, Uh, and of course Japan too. So having said that, it does not mean uh, upgrading the relationship with the United States to the level of comprehensive strategic partnership is going to take side with the United States against China. And vice versa, Vietnam don't want to, uh, you know, too much dependent on China's um, economic relations. And of course, at the moment, uh, Vietnam are suffering, um, you know, a trade surplus with China's, uh Vietnam's uh, import more from China rather than it, you know, uh, export more. On the other hand, uh, Vietnam export more uh, to the US rather than, you know. Uh, uh, um, import from the US so we can see here Vietnam trying to uh, keep the balanced um, economically balanced politically balanced and strategically balanced so regardless the competition uh, between China and the US for Vietnam, it, uh, it is important to you know hold off uh, and put its national interest first, mm. where it can see in what kind of relationship it can see that it can enjoy and, you know, uh, uh protect, uh, uh the, uh, national interest. Mm. Then it, it went, you know, promote the relationship with uh, that partner. So regardless China's or the US, uh, it doesn't matter. Vietnam is now to, you know, foreign policies now is to put National interest first, and probably people have heard about bamboo diplomacy. So having a you know a relationship upgraded with the United States to comprehensive strategic partnership, on the one hand, and of course having the comprehensive cooperative strategic partnership with China, on the other hand, is is one is is a clear testament of bamboo diplomacy mm. of Vietnam.
0: Well, again, Dr. Hai, you're the expert on international relationship. And again, as we mentioned before, the visit paid by Joe Biden to the nation of Vietnam, it's crucial not only for the country of U.S. and also for Vietnam as well. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's my great honor to speak to Dr. Hai Hong Nguyen. Again, Dr. Hai is currently a senior lecturer of politics, social change, and international relationship. Again, he's the specialist and also experienced the researcher in politics and also international relations. Well, Dr. Hai, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate your analysis and insights. And every time we talk to you, it's so enlightening and also so, we'll say, beneficial to our audience on our show. We thank you so much for your time. We'd love to have you back on the show as we continue to pay attention to the relationship, not just between U.S. and Vietnam, but also the relationship around the world. So thank you so much for doing this.